Blog Talk Radio.
Oh, okay, everybody. Okay, okay. Let's get the formalities out of the way. It is 1030 on a Wednesday night. And if you are listening to the smoothness of my voice, which, yes, has been compared to a wine glass full of cream soda with three ice chips and one big dinner napkin, then that can only mean one thing, that you are on live on the greatest neo-soul show on the web, powered by X2BL.com. I'm the one and only Q-Man, and I am about to bring to you 60 minutes of neo-soulgasm. Now, before I get started, let me say a couple of things. Q-Mitch is not in the building this evening. We're going to trudge on without him. What I did was I went recruiting, because at first I was going to do it by myself, but you know. XPDL doesn't like when I do things by myself. So I recruited a good friend of the show. So welcome, Terry Tobin. Hey. What's going on? (laughs) Not much, man. Not much. I mean, I hate that, you know, the only way I get invited is, you know, if uh, T. Mitch is gone. But it's okay. It's okay. I'm glad to be here. I'm making progress because there was a time when I couldn't do the show without T-Mix. So they're starting to trust me a little more. So Good. Good. You know, so good. That's good. On the other hand, inmates are running the asylum tonight. Because <laughs> I know my boss is listening, so I just want him to be a little nervous. But, no, we got you. Right. We <laughs> we got a great show tonight. We And the first song that we heard was from our guest tonight, who is Carissa, the violin diva. What do you think of that song, Terry? I, I thought it was dope. I, I thought it was dope. She's, um, she's amazing. Can't wait she to really talk is. to her. I was feeling that first song. It was pretty good. So yeah. we do have a couple more songs from her, and we will talk to her tonight. Um, what's going on in the world right about now? That's a really good question. <laughs> I only know what's going on in my world right now. But um, I do have a question for you, though, because, of course, we have oh. different... different um, Weather conditions. So I was curious, um, what's it like? What's it look like in New York? Um, it's freezing down here right now. That's what I thought. And that's oh, what I thought. I yeah. am Leo. <laughs> I'm a Leo, king of the jungle, uh, primordial, ruler of all beasts. So this, I'm really out of my element right now. I can't do the cold weather. The cold weather is just. I just want to be inside under the covers. That's that's me right about now. So. Well, you know, I don't really want to rub it in or anything like that because I know it's like probably thirty something degrees right now where you are. It is. It's like seventy-two right now, and I'm loving it. I really am. Now you talked to me in the past when it was the middle of summertime, and I was griping about being here. But this is this is the season where I'm like, okay, this is why I'm in Arizona. This is why. Anyway, I'm waiting for folks to get in the chat room. I'm I'm a little slow getting in there myself, but I am. Yeah, you know, teammates probably put the word out. No, I doubt that. He's busy. He's busy doing his thing tonight. Yeah, teammates. We're gonna say that he's. Scouting out talent tonight. That's what we'll say. Okay. Sounds <laughs> professional. That's a nice way to say that he's scouting out talent tonight. Yeah. So while we got a couple right. of seconds, why don't you tell mm-hmm. us uh, what you have going on right about now? I'm just, you know, I um, I've been, you know, it's been a busy, busy year. Like, you know, um, I thought I was gonna have another album out this year, but. I've been so busy still promoting, you know, the last one. Some people are 
really starting to catch on finally. And so got a couple shows coming up. I got one this weekend in Vegas and um I actually have one here at home uh next month. And um and then my birthday weekend, of course. I'm sh- I hope you know when that is. I've only I've only told you a million times on the show. Um I'll be in Baltimore Valentine's Day weekend. So, um getting excited about that. Um yeah, I got some I got some dates that are, you know, that are coming up, but of course because I'm a one woman show, you know, I have to I have to monitor it and and kind of ration out <laughs> ration out my experiences, you know, in different states just because, you know, I've got to fund everything. But um but it's good, you know, I have no complaints. I um started working on a new single that um we're looking at releasing to the universe in the first of the year. So, you know, things are things are good. Sounds good. Yeah. And of course, you know, you guys will be the first to um to hear it. I know how T Mitch likes exclusives and I know how you like exclusives, so we'll we might have to do something about that. I do exclusive. <laughs> trying to think what's been going on in the music world. You know, I'm supposed to have my notes on all this stuff. Well, you know, one thing that I thought was really cool, um you know, I don't are you a Beyonce fan? I used to be, but I broke up with her when she got serious with Jay Z. Oh, I see. I see. So you're a little jealous. Okay, it, it's, it's yeah. cool. No, I'm not jealous. I broke up with her for Jill Scott. Oh, you broke up with her for Jill. Gotcha. Exactly. All right. Yeah. Want, I had to get it straight. You know what I'm saying? You want to marry Camel Man? Go ahead, marry Camel Man. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so she had a really amazing. Um, she's like broken all these records. With her mm. sales uh, for her concerts, and um, in Australia, I believe it was she, she invited um, a vision impaired um, young lady to come on stage, and she was singing her song uh, "Irreplaceable," and so she brought the girl out on the stage and was singing, and the little girl was singing, you know, was singing her song, and I can only, I mean, the crowd was going nuts, of course, but I can only imagine what that did for that little girl's self-esteem and her, you know just feeling the energy of the crowd or whatever. And, you know, I thought that was really sweet of her. You know, she gets a lot of flack for a lot of different things, she and her husband. But I thought that was a really nice, really sweet gesture. So. Okay, okay, okay. Well, let me take a second to tell you and everyone out there in the listening world, Neo Soul Brunch Saturdays, powered by XCDL.com, will be this Saturday, November 16th, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Buttons Restaurant in Addison. The Addison Road in Addison, Texas. And that is $15 in advance, 20 at the door, and it is featuring live neo-soul music. You can... Symmetry actually is going to be the live band at the brunch, and you can purchase tickets at x to the l neo soul brunch dot event bright dot com or call nine seven two eight hundred six eight five seven. I just had to throw that in there. Didn't I sound professional when I threw that in you there? You really like did. You really did. Let's get I, back to you sounding like a, a glass of cream soda though. That's um <laughs> <laughs> that right there is very unique. Uh, that's a first for me. Cool. I'll take your word for it. What'd you say? It's smooth though. Okay. Well, hey, you know, I, I, I can't I'm not I'm not disputing that, you know, I've just never heard it described that way, but you know, it's all good. Cream soda is a smooth soda, you know. I guess. I don't drink cream soda, so oh, that's why I said I'll take your word for it, because I have soda no... that looks like a beer. Come on. Come on. <laughs> So, the book's been doing very well. Oh, good. Um, The X to the L Nation has all been purchasing the book. Um, They've been showing me a lot of love, and um, 
got a couple of book clubs lined up, and I will actually be in Jersey City on November 6th. And you know what? I should have had that info right off the top of my head, and I don't. Isn't that horrible? Well, we'll, we'll get it together. Yeah, we'll have to get that together. But I did see that you've gotten a, a, a big following in Atlanta. You know, Atlanta I, I stay I stay up on game. I, I I watch I watch what's going on around me. I know you're doing big things with your book. Atlanta does love me. I, I you know, and they have a chick for How could they not? How could they not love the Q man? Exactly. I love going down. <laughs> you know what? I really shouldn't encourage you. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're supposed to be you're supposed to be modest about these things. You're supposed to be like, oh, thank you. You know, I'm just an average guy, whatever. But no, you're like, I'm Batman. <laughs> I am absolutely. I am absolutely not an average guy. <laughs> Learn absolutely. something new every day. There you go. Absolutely not. I have the skills. That is why X to the L pays me so well. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So I'm excited about our guest tonight, Carissa, the violin diva. This woman has a, has a nice little resume. She really does. She does. Yeah, I'm looking forward to ta- asking her some questions about you know, some of the stuff I was reading about her. And, um, you know, she's right there, right there in NYC. Yes. Yes, she's right in NYC. And she she seems to she seems to have some talent before she gets on the line, though. Her legs are out of control. So I'm not going to say <laughs> she's going to But I had to get OMG. Well, you know what? I didn't get a chance to really look at her legs, so now I have to go look. Now yeah, I have to right. go look. But I'm glad you got that out of the way before she got on the air because, I of mean. Of course. I would never say, come on, I got some tact. Man. That look, just makes I me mean, wonder about you. <laughs> what? Listen, the website, I mean, she puts it out there for everyone to see. No, she, she's it's a beautiful not- woman. She really is. I'm, uh, oh, wow, now I see. You see what I mean? Wow, Q. Hey. Well, all right. Hey, now. Work it, girl. Like, That's what I'm talking about. You know it's, you know it's serious when I start talking like an old man, when I'm like, hey, ch- hey, yo, hey, hey now, <laughs> hey now, hey. <laughs> and I imagine it's a little different talking to me about it versus T. Mitch you know, they had to co-sign it for you. So that's why I felt like I needed no. to, you know, to at least see it for myself and, you know, give you a little bit of a co-sign. But I have to admit, she, she's she's got it going on. She really is. She's a beautiful woman, very, very talented, and I'm looking forward to speaking with her. He, Mitch, doesn't co-sign anything I say. Really? He, he shuts me down all the time. You didn't know that? But no. We won't even waste Cause time. Because when, when I'm on the show, you know, usually he doesn't, I mean, he gives you a hard time about different stuff, but, you know, I I haven't heard him, I mean, I heard him go hard because, you know, you're considerably older than he is, <laughs> something, something of that nature, but... Um, I like how you said that. <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, I don't know either one of your ages, so I'm just going by with what I hear. So. Considerably older. Well, that's how he makes it seem like you know, like uh, he's an old head, and then you 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 call him a youngin. So clearly, he's got to be you know, considerably younger. So, at any rate, you know, I um, I enjoy listening to the show when I get a chance. Well, um, that, it, you know, it's good that you still listen. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I gotta check on my family. You know, you guys have um, you guys have always looked out for me. So try to try to uh, catch the show, whatever. See if you giggle when other women get on the show. You know that kind of stuff. You did remember giggling when I came on the show the first time, right? So, Carissa. 
has collaborated. You know I got to bring it up. I mean, come on. I got to bring it up. We got to keep it real, right? Carissa, the violin diva, has collaborated with people like Wynton Marsalis, Savion Glover, Quincy Jones, Kimberell Common, Music Soul Child. You know, she she has done the she has done the thing. She has opened for Melissa Morgan and even that weirdo Freddie Jackson. So she has done the thing. Wow. <laughs> I hope there's not Freddie Jackson fans out there because if, we, if there are. Say, wow. Tell us how you really feel. I mean, come on. I'm not going to talk about Freddie Jackson because you know, <laughs> then Ray, Ray will get on and say pick up the phone. So I'm not going to talk about Freddie Jackson. <laughs> I actually like Freddie Jackson, so you know I don't know. I don't anyway. I don't condone nor co-sign that one. I I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> he was good for his time, I guess, but you know he started getting weird. You know he did. Let me find out because we sang a duet. All of a sudden, you are, you know, the aficionado. Of you know male vocalists, is that what's I'm, going on? Do I do I sense that you're trying to put out a record at some point? Absolutely not. That <laughs> is not. Hey, I'm just asking. Just asking. Once in a while, I can go now. Don't get me wrong, but I am not a singer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, you know, you sounded good when we when we did the song together. So you know, I obviously think there's some talent there, but. Um, well, we're going to see because my next project, and I don't know if I should say it while the boss is listening, but, you know, my next project, I'm going to do a duet with a guy. You know, it's going to be like The Secret Garden or something like that. Something, wow. You know, I'm going to really step out on that one. Yeah, that would be that would be hot. I, yeah, make sure, I, let, make sure you let me know because I, I need to be listening. <laughs> yeah, and I'm a, I'm a really be into it too. I'm a wear all black. I'm a grease my hair up, even though nobody will see me. Just just to get into the role. Wow. That's 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 doing a lot, but okay. Hey, whatever whatever inspires you. I know. Uh, <laughs> I know. I have to be inspired to do certain things. So hey, if, if greasing up your hair is is what it takes, hey. <laughs> Enjoy so, that. I got a question for you while I'm sitting here eating Oreos, the golden ones, oh not, not the white ones. But I have a question you, for you. Wait, you're eating the the white ones? The golden ones, of course. Oh, well, I said white. I didn't mean it like that, but. <laughs> you, you did, but it's okay. <laughs> Why don't you tell oh our listening community what's in your iPod right about now? What 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 have you been playing lately? It is so funny that you ask me that because um, I went on a I went on a quest. You know, ordinarily I don't listen to a lot of other people's records while I'm while I'm in kind of creative mode. But I'm just kind of getting into my creative mode after not having written anything for a while. But mm-hmm. um, I got a lot of um, a lot of music that I I, I don't know like. I'm I'm really honestly I'm really digging Brandy's you know her her most recent album. I know it's a little late, um, but man, I'm wearing that one out. Um, I also like um, I like Amel's new record, mm-hmm. Amel Larue, her her record, mm-hmm. and who else am I listening to? I know somebody else that I just I just added to my oh. Come on, Robert Glasper's second one. Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. Man, matter of fact, Brandy's got a record on that one too. I mean, it's just it's just amazing. And you know, your your is is Jill Scott your girlfriend still or? Um, you know, did you Jill break Scott up with her to girlfriend. give it somebody else? Well, I don't know because the violin diva is fine. So we, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, but. The status might your your Facebook status might change tonight. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, but it's ten fifty five. I believe we have the violin diva on the line, so we're gonna play two of her songs right now, and then we're gonna come back and talk to her. So we're gonna play. Let's play 
Afro Blue revisited, and then let's hit off before it's too late. And then we'll get her All on right. the line and talk see what's going cool. on. You ready, T2? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, here we go.
Wow. How about that, TP? That was amazing. Man. She got pipes and... Uh, yeah, she, she's... Yeah, she's complete. And I tell you what, if the first 20 seconds of Afro Blue didn't get your heart racing, get checked out. <laughs> I'm sure there's other reasons why your heart was racing. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'll just leave so, it alone. You know what? We're about to have her on the show. I'm not getting into this <laughs> with you. We are going to bring Teresa the Violin Diva on the line. <laughs> Teresa, do we Hi, have you? Yeah. Hey, everybody. What's up? Hey. 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 Good to have you on the show, man. You are amazing. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank you so much. Yes, you are amazing. <laughs> Please forgive him. <laughs> oh, well, it's fine. So, first, are we saying your name right? Is it Carissa? Yeah, you're actually saying it right. Good job. <laughs> no one says it right, especially on the first time. Okay, excellent. Well, it is the Q-Man and Terry Tobin. It's usually T-Mitch. Terry is stepping in for me. Okay, cool. Because my partner is not around today. So we are going to ask you some questions. Sure. First, we say we're very excited to have you on the show. Your music is fantastic. Thank you. And you have a lot of skill. So my partner, when he's here, he always asks the first question and he says it real dry so let me uh try to do it as if he would do it uh the first question is a real question tell us about Carita the Violin Diva you do sound like him I have to say <laughs> did I nail it you did you did you okay, did good. wow so, that's funny Tell us, tell us a little bit about you for the people that don't know you yet. Okay. Uh, so, uh, obviously, my name is Teresa Violin Diva. I'm a classically trained, now soul jazz violinist and vocalist. And that pretty much sums it up, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, how did you get started? I mean, aside from, you know, your classical training, like, what drew you to your instrument? Oh, you know, that's actually a mystery that um, my parents don't even know the answer to. Um, in classical music, especially with string instruments, we start really, really, really young. So I started right. playing when I was four years old. So I don't have any recollection on why I like the violin or why I picked the violin, but I do know, because they told me that um, a letter came home from uh, my school program, and actually it was just... You could call it coincidence or you could call it, you know, fortuitous destiny that I wound up in the art school because they actually had tried to get me into the French school and I got waitlisted there, but I got put in the art school. And they're like, oh, maybe she'll like dance or something. And right. Gottin Home was one of those very normal, average, everyday um, parent-teacher permission slip things. And they said, hey, we're starting a violin program at our school. Do you want your daughter to participate? And my parents turned to me and were like, do you want to participate in the violin program? And I said, yes. Like, okay, Carissa, do you even know what a violin is, kid? And I said, yes, the, the wood box that you put on your shoulder and you play like this, and it makes a good sound. And they're like, okay. They said, still don't know where I got violin from, but I do know my mom used to play PBS all the time during the day, so I have a feeling that's where it came in my, my brain. But um, yeah, that was it. And I found it so bad when I started that they begged me to stop. <laughs> Beginning violin is very unkind, but um, I was—I've always been stubborn and persistent. And I just kept at it, and you know, things got better, obviously. <laughs> a lot better. You're, you're, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So let that be an um, encouragement to any parent who has a kid out there who's scrapping and squeaking on some instrument. You just never know where it'll go. Oh gosh, is that what Ooh. you're telling me right now? You're telling me I have to go get a drum set for real? <laughs> <laughs> well, something. <laughs> 
Oh, goodness gracious. I was going to say the harmonica would be better, but it really wouldn't. No. (laughs) It really wouldn't. Well, it's a good thing that, you know, your parents supported you in that because it definitely has shown with, you know, your your resume. Um, I saw that you were featured on Black Girls Rock. What was that like? Yeah, that was really exciting. And, um, you know, props to Beverly Bond and BT and the whole Black Girls Rock team because it was a really, it was a really, really amazing event. Um, you know, I went in just to be the violinist, so to speak, but um, it was just, I was, I left feeling really inspired, to tell you the truth, mm-hmm. just to be surrounded, not just with, I mean, obviously the celebrities, but just so many African-American women and women in general of color um, just doing things positively and inspiring each other and supporting each other and all of you know women especially get a a bad rep about being catty and whatnot but everybody was so incredibly nice so incredibly supportive so incredibly welcoming from the most famous person you know to the least of the persons backstage. I mean, I, it was just really inspiring and empowering, and I'm, I'm so blessed and honored to have been a part of that. And so hopefully next time they'll let me sing. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, oh, that'd be awesome. They call me back anytime they want to. I, I know, I right? <laughs> I want to know who your musical influences were when you were growing up. Um, you know, my musical influences growing up were really insular. Um, my parents are both very, very similar to the church. My father's a pastor. My mom's an ordained minister. And um, so we really didn't listen to but gospel and classical growing up. Um, I went to college. I fell in love with my first Donnie Hathaway record. And um, so specifically, it was a song for you. And I was stuck on a song for you. And the track two is the ghetto, and where the band jams out, and there's that crazy percussion solo. (laughs) I was stuck on those two tracks. I was stuck on those two tracks for like two months. And I was like, oh, my God, this is what I want to do. That's it. Music, singing, playing in front of a band, doing this. That's it. Done. So. Wow. That's incredible. And it's so yeah. it's so close to what my experience was as well. Donnie Hathaway did the same thing for me, which is really, mm-hmm. really crazy because the song for you was the same song <laughs> that I used to sit in the living room <laughs> and listen to. And like the way I describe it is like he has he had the ability to show to allow you to hear what love sounds like. Yeah. That's oh, like the that's best way I can way describe it. it. You know, because it's just one of those things where, you know, you don't even have to know his name. You just hear it and um, it resonates. So that's that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Wow. Did you have anything else you wanted to ask her, Q? (laughs) Why do you say it like that? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. Look, don't be trying to put me on the spot. Look, so, T. Mitch isn't here to do it, so I've I've got to fill in for him. Uh, you just got to jump in and, and take over for him. Anyway, you <laughs> have a very extensive resume of people that you have worked with. Yeah. I I want to know who, what was your best experience working someone? Okay, who you want to talk about? Whatever one, what what was your favorite experience working with? Oh, collaboration kind of thing. Yes. You know, oh, now I put on the spot. Um, (laughs) you know, I I would just have to say, probably Winton was one of my favorites. I don't know if he's the all-time favorite, but he's the one that definitely pops out in my mind. Um, Mm Because I just have so much respect for him in terms of craft and how he plays that horn. And then beyond that, of course, the platform that he's created for jazz education in this country to reach young folk. uh, Mm -hmm. Because jazz is getting getting older. And um, in in honesty, and I'm not mad about it um, because it shows the reach of good music, but jazz is also um, becoming a lot more Caucasian. 
and not nearly as Afro-American as it used to be. And the thing about that is is that, I mean, it's great that it, it's far-reaching, but however, um, African-American children are not being exposed to a historical context. Um, and I think that's a problem because they don't understand where R&B and, and um, everything else comes from. In fact, one of my favorite stories is I was in class. I run an after-school program for the city of New York teaching um kids of color, how to play violin in hip-hop and classical, and um, we were talking about where R&B comes from, and it comes from the blues, and I said, well, they're like, no, it doesn't, no, it doesn't. I said, well, where does, what does R&B stand for? And one of my babies said, don't you know Miss Rouse, duh, that, sounds for, that stands for Rihanna and Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> and I was done. I was done. Oh, I was done. God. I was done. But, um, That's classic, you know, though. It's classic. It's classic. But I remember with Winton, um, I was part of an orchestra that was playing behind him, and uh, we were rehearsing some particular segment, and the horn player just, like, stood up in, like, this, like, hood, hood sweatshirt and playing a solo. And I'm like, okay, dude got swag, and he sounds pretty good. That's cool. And then he leaned back for a high note, and his hood – pulled back, and it was Winton. <laughs> I was like, oh, Winton's the, the dude just kind of hanging in the back, cutting up with the guys in the hooded sweatshirt in the middle of our book. So, I mean, he just, but that just, I feel like in my mind and body is like how completely approachable and cool and just down to earth he is as a person and, you know, as a musician, bar none. So it just goes to show, you know, you can be both. You can be reaching back to the young folk. You can be an incredible musician of the highest caliber, and you can be mm-hmm. a great and genuine person all at the same time. So. Okay. Now we have to talk about this album you have, the Prelude EP. Yeah. Tell us about the the album, the Prelude EP that you put out. The Prelude EP was a long time coming, um, and I I, I kind of held back on producing a full record for myself because I really wanted something that represented my sound, especially when you say soul jazz violinists and vocalists. People have different variations on what that actually means. You know, people think, I guess, you know, I'm in some long-flowing dress playing, you know, uh, some kind of smooth jazz something. And my whole perspective has always been not to knock smooth jazz or anything, but my whole thing has been I've always wanted to be the chick in front of the band. I always say Prince <laughs> with the violin, and that's, that's the goal we're going for. And so I'm really proud of this project because it really does that. It represents my sound, and by the time you get that to the end of the record, uh, you really have a solid perspective on who I am as an artist. Um, and I, I'm just really proud of it. And it's called the Prelude EP because it represents the first chapter and things that, greater things that are yet to come. So. Okay. What's your favorite mm-hmm. song on the Prelude EP? Oh, you're asking me to pick one of my babies. <laughs> <laughs> it's I understand. <laughs> it, it depends on the day. Um, like... Today, I don't know. I really love before it's too late right now. Um, yeah, I love. I've, I'm just too. loving before it's too late. I my husband's um my producer. Well, one of my producers, and he's also a drummer and a singer. And uh, he actually produced that song for himself. And we were getting close to printing time, and I needed another song. And I loved that song so much, and I begged and pleaded him for like two weeks to give me that song. And finally, he gave it to me, and I wrote the lyrics, and that was it. And now one of my favorite favorite tunes on the record for sure. Wow. Okay. <laughs> husband, huh? Okay, yeah. <laughs> yes, husband. I'm sorry, Tobin. <laughs> what? I'm just a troublemaker. Anyway, guess what? <laughs> what? I'm moving right past you, Terry Tobin. But guess what? Um, what? She has a couple of events coming up, and one of them, on December 6th, she's doing First Fridays with Vaughn Harper at the Quiet Storm. 
Yes, I am. I'm always on First Fridays. Um, we actually took a break in November, but I'm on First mm-hmm. Fridays with Hearts Are Up at Mist in Harlem. It's always a good party, always a good show. So if you're available, feel free to come through for sure. That's awesome. I'm going to have to check you out the next time I'm uh, on the East Coast. I definitely would love to see you live. No, please, absolutely. Come through. Everybody is always welcome at a Violin Diva show. (laughs) Now, you also have something coming up on November 16th. Yes, I'm I'm part of, um, and that's actually a really cool project. I'm part of an Mm -hmm. all-female, all-jazz string group. And we're going to be at Sister's Place. That's this Saturday. And actually, coincidentally, um, three of us are uh, improvisers. Well, all of us are improvisers and arrangers, but three of us are African-American string players in New York City, and we all have the same birthday. <laughs> Get <laughs> which out is, of here. Wow. I know. And we've known each other for years. Um, and what day is that? My, that's November 16th. That's this Saturday. No, your birthday. Oh, oh November 16th. Yeah. That's Wait a my minute. Birthday. Your birthday is November 16th? My birthday is November 16th, along with these two other sisters. Um, and you guys Miyoko. are doing a show on the 16th. And we're, doing, we're doing a show. We've been talking about it for years to have a birthday show together. So me and that is uh, jazz cellist awesome. Neoka Workman and jazz violinist and violist Gwen Laster and a few of our other friends are going to be having a birthday show party thing at Sister's Place. <laughs> so finally got a Yeah. Okay, and we can't forget your gala that you have on December 11th. Tell us about that one. You know, I'm really honored because Miss um, Valerie Simpson is a mentor of mine and has been um, of Ashford and Simpson, for those who don't know. And, you know, with Ashford and Simpson wrote so many songs, Solid as a Rock, right. uh, and the list goes on and on and on. And um, she has been a mentor and just an inspiration to me, uh, not just as an artist but as a person. She's just genuinely one of the nicest people you will ever know. And um, she nominated me as a member of ASCAP, which is the music publishing organization, one of them one of the prominent ones in the music industry, and she nominated me for the Ashford and Simpson Reach Out and Touch Award. And uh, I've got it, so I'm going to be performing in front of a whole room full of ASCAP songwriters and artists on December, uh, in December, yeah. Wow, what a blessing. It's a really, yes, absolutely a blessing and a very big deal. Awesome. That is fantastic. So, I'm going to go back to the Prelude EP because you didn't sound 100% sure when you answered the question. So I'm going to set the stage here. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So here we go. You have landed one performance in front of the presidential family. Mm -hmm. you, You have one song that you can perform from the Prelude EP. What song is it going to be? You know, it's probably, probably, oh, it's a toss-up. It depends on the day. My band knows that I pick my songs <laughs> on the day. They do. They know, they know that, like, all set lists are, are negotiable to change. But um, probably I'm going to talk about, I'm going to do Soul Journey. And I um, knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I did. Because, um, you know, everyone that I talk to, talks about how that song touches them in some way. And um, Absolutely. That, that song is really autogra- autobiographical in a lot of senses for me. Um, when I, I guess I told you the, the shorter version of the story, but I, I was burnt out by classical music. I still love it so much to this day. And um, I make all of my students learn classical music because um, it gives you the incredible foundation to play your instrument in a way that bar none, no other style of music ever will, period. Um, and that's a, mm-hmm. that's a gift, to be a mass, literally a master at something on that high level. Um, and when I, was, when I was training at my peak, I was practicing maybe seven hours a day, six days wow. a week. So it's like a, it's an incredible level of training. But when I got burnt out, I really 
I realized that something in my life needed to change direction um, because I didn't have the heart. I, it wasn't a chore to me to practice seven hours a day because that was my love. But when I burned out and it was a tedious chore to do that, then I knew if something had to change. And um, I was a little lost for a while. I didn't know what I was going to do. My parents had just spent a lot of money on a very, very good instrument for me. <laughs> and I had no idea what I was going to do. Um, I knew it was going to be in music, but I didn't know what that looked like. And I went to this incredible camp in Los Angeles and, uh, that, and, and learned how to improvise for the first time in my instrument. And I remember standing in front of the band and and singing a blues. And backstage I had gotten sick. I was so nervous and so terrified because I was suddenly in this place where you're like, classical music, you're, you're taught to shut everything else off and reserve yourself. And it's not about you. It's just about your contribution to the overall musical machine. But for me to present myself and my soul and to be singing, which is something I had not done at, until that point really in that that medium was a really like big moment for me. And um, my teacher, I remember Lisa Terry, she's Clark Terry, who's a jazz trumpeter. He's, she's her, she's his cousin. I used to play in the Uptown String Quartet under Max Roach. And she took me by my shoulders and said, Carissa, the world needs to hear what you have to say. And no one can say it like you can say it. So you can do this. And it's been now almost, and it has been 10 years, and those words resonated with me so deeply. And I went out on stage and sang my blues. It was Etta James's Stormy Monday. I sang it in front of the band, and I had this deep knowing all of a sudden. It's like you sometimes things, you just have those moments of knowing. If you're lucky, you have moments where things become really, really crystal clear, and it was literally one of those, like, almost out-of-body experiences where suddenly everything becomes really clear and, and, and precise in your mind. And I just knew in that moment, in that space, singing and playing in front of the band, that this is, this is the thing. This is it. This is it. So. Wow. That's wonderful. Okay. Yeah. We so have that was the beginning of my soul journey, and I wrote that song out of that. Yeah. So listen, we have just under three minutes left. There's two oh, good, things good. that I want you to, to mention in these final three minutes. Well, three sure. things. First, sure. I want you to tell everyone really quickly about your gospel project, and I also want you to quickly tell them about Artists Against AIDS. Sure, really quickly. Um, gospel project is going to be um, subtitled The Journey Home or This Journey Home, and I just found out today that we're going to be releasing it on December 31st. So new music is being worked on as we speak, and it will be ready for everybody to check out on December 31st, 2013. Cool. Really excited because, you know, my church people have been crying for a minute for me to do something. So that project is going to come very, very soon in the next couple months. Um, and beyond that, uh, Artists Against AIDS, I'm so privileged to be around the company of such artists as Carl Thomas, Vicki Winans, Alicia Keys, Angie Stone, uh, Mint Condition, Melanie Fiona, and specifically sponsored by New Blanca, which is the National Leadership Commission Against Black AIDS in America. And we are all creating a compilation project to bring awareness specifically to AIDS, yes, as a global front, but specifically in the black community in America. And I'm one of the featured artists alongside those incredible artists of caliber. And um, our press release party is going to be happening on February 7th at the Apollo. And you should stay tuned for an incredible concert next summer in June at Central Park on Summer Stage. That's great. Well, I want to thank you for your time. For everyone to check you out, they can go to www.theviolindiva.com and make sure that you buy the Prelude EP at www.cdbaby.com slash cd slash Carissa the Plinfa. I want to thank you again for spending time with me and Terry Tobin. Thanks, Terry, for filling in. Yes, and we will definitely have to stay in touch, and I'm sure they'll have you back on again. All right, awesome. Thank you so much, guys. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) You will. Thanks again for spending time with us. We appreciate it. You were fantastic. 
Oh, well, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. And shout-out to the Neo Soul Thrill. There you go. So we survived the night without T-Mitch. And <laughs> the show went on. I, I didn't do anything crazy. We'll be back next week when we will try to do better. For everyone at X2DL.com, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Good night. Good night.